Um, I'm Stephanie. I currently have the honor of serving as the current board chair. Um, I doubt very much that there is anyone in this room or out in the world on Zoom um, that has been unchanged or unaffected by these past 16 months, 16 months. Um, and the same is, of course, true for our center. We are not unchanged. Um, so I just wanted to take a moment to catch everybody up on some of these changes. Uh, as for renters in the building, we have a new renter downstairs in the second office space. Her name is Stephanie Murato, and she is using the office space for her tattoo business. Apparently, she is really enjoying the space, and things are going really well. So if anyone needs some fresh ink, you really cannot get more local than that. <laughs> uh, we still have two out of the three outside groups renting uh, this space for their uh, practice and their meetings. Um, but the Tuesday night group uh, is not going to be returning as renters. But the other two, uh, no rank that uh, comes here Wednesdays and Sundays. And what is the name of the Thursday night group? Community of Mindful Living will come back on Thursdays in person as well. Um, and as for the state of our building, you are aware from conversations in the celebration that uh, there are definitely some significant repairs that need to happen to our beloved building. Uh, but there has already been some lovely attention given to our Dama home. Uh, some cleaning and repairs have already been done. Uh, which much thanks to Christine, uh, Kristen, Alistair, and any other volunteer for who has helped. I, things are obviously looking really, really good. Um, and speaking of looking good, if you haven't already taken a look at the new library downstairs, uh, please take a moment to appreciate that. Um, maybe some of you haven't realized it, but it is not just a wall of books. Patty, Nathan, and Alistair, have put a huge amount of effort into creating a little office space behind the books. So the next time you're downstairs, go ahead and open that little door to the right of the books and peek back and see the little office space back there. Uh, it is very cozy and highly functional. And uh, it was a massive, massive organizational effort and continues to be so. So thank you so much to them for creating that wonderful space. And in leadership news, uh, after so many years of dedicated service and leadership, Greg has transitioned to focusing his practice as a community member. He has stepped down from the role of development committee chair and has led the community to a place where now others can take on more responsibility. Uh, the development committee is doing some revamping in their organization. So if anybody has any questions about, about Donna, um, Sukula or our treasurer, Bonnie, can find, help them find answers about that. Uh, but we have many, many, many thanks to Greg for his years of committed service and dedication. Uh, in programming, we have a wonderful book group that has been going strong since it began right after the pandemic <laughs> began. Uh, Virtually Bookish is anchored by Ruby Grad. And it happens the first, every first and third Saturdays from 1230 to 2 p.m. It is still via Zoom at this point, and links to the meeting can be found in the email bulletin, the bell, or in Ruby, excuse me, Ruby's emails to the e-group. Uh, our friends of the Dhamma 
our Friends of the Dhamma programming is continuing to transition as we reopen, but please know that the children's program is going to remain on hiatus for a while. We will reevaluate the situation once kids can get vaccinated, and we will definitely keep everybody posted as plans for that program transition. And in our community, we have also experienced birth, aging, sickness, and death. Uh, and I'd like to take a moment to recognize the passing of Mark Bullock, uh, who was a longtime friend of PFOD. For those of you who might not have known him, uh, he had deep roots in supporting the monastics before he moved to Oregon. And once he did move here, he was the one who paved the way for having Ajahn Jeff start coming here annually. Uh, he hosted Ajahn Jeff year after year, and our community has obviously benefited beyond measure from his efforts. Uh, the comma for his beautiful actions must have been joyous for him to receive indeed, and he will be missed. And as for new life, Chad and Amanda Lublin recently welcomed their son Grayson into the world. We would all like to extend our warmest congratulations to them and a huge welcome to the newest member of our growing community and we cannot wait to meet Grayson. And what hasn't changed here at PFOD? Uh, the strength of our community, the support, the dedication, and the joy we experience in coming together. Uh, it is such a delight to be with you here all today, be it in person or on Zoom, as we all ensure that we still have this refuge in the city. Thank you all so much. So uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about our finances. Uh, where we stand, not to make a big deal of it, but just so everyone can be happy. Um, basically, last year, many of you remember, um, we came together uh, Longport down in Abilagiri, uh, and we were looking to get the funds to secure the refuge. We realized we couldn't live hand to mouth anymore, you know, place closed and we don't get rent. We would go under. And we got the funds we needed, the sort of three pieces of enough money um, to fund our programs through the end of the pandemic, which of course we thought would be in March. Um, and actually we thought December, but March would be safe. Uh, and then we said we needed more security, so enough money to give us three months worth of expenses in the bank rather than the normal three to six weeks worth of expenses. Um, and then we asked for some funding for the building capital fund. So our part of this building needed upgrade. And 33,000 came in in total, it's fantastic. And here we are, the pandemic's gone on longer than we thought. And we have four months worth of expenses in the bank right now plus about 11,000 in the capital fund. And as Sakula mentioned, some unexpected things like um, the gifts that passed through the hand to heart during that time. Uh, so we've got probably the capital fund and the general fund, we've got about $45,000 in the bank. It's not a fortune, but it is a wonderful place to stand. 
Um, and I just want to, on a personal note, just sort of quickly touch that the money that came through the hand to heart has um, helped Jessica some, helped support Mark Bulligan's family in, in that last few weeks. And the notion, <laughs> you know, I'd always thought this could be a community to practice with, but the notion that it could be a community that you could grow old and die in, that's, that's different. It feels different to me. And seeing that support and seeing that possibility was really, um, that was moving to me. So not just what we asked for, more than what we asked for, stuff that nobody asked for um, came in. But we still have a few things left to do in the building. As we were planning through the year, we couldn't plan a whole year ahead. Nobody knew. So we planned month by month or three months by three months, and uh, just sort of dealt with what is. But alongside that, we didn't want to get caught out by just dealing with what is until we ended up in a dead end road. So we wrote down a few scenarios we wanted to avoid to keep in mind. And one of them was about the building. And it went something like this. The building is closed and unvisited. Inside, it's dark. The walls become damp and spotted with mold. Behind the Buddha, the paint peels away in palm-sized flakes. Outside, to the passerby, it starts looking grimy, abandoned, unloved. That did not happen. Um, you know, when I, I was too early, but I went, popped out of the car and then walked back in up the stairs, and by that time, Margaret put flowers on the stairs, and uh, almost literally said to me, you are coming into a good place. These good people, people who are practicing the skill of goodness. And um, as uh, Matthew said, it's worth having a place. Um, other people's experience may be different, but for me, in the last decade, it hasn't been a question of whether there's faith in the Dharma or I've access to good Dharma. It's been a question of, am I listening? And when I'm present with teachers and other people, I listen differently. So it really it does make a difference. Um, so talking about the building, you have a beautiful place. It's worth looking after. And the particular piece I want to talk about, uh, Kristen's going to talk about something else, is our electrical system. Because I spent many nights a couple of months ago tracing, sorry, failing to trace an intermittent electrical fault downstairs and ended up bypassing it. And if it's a building you love, an intermittent untraceable electrical fault in 70-year-old wiring is to be frowned upon. Um, and so got some money from, uh, um, Betsy offered some money, but rewiring the downstairs old knob and tube, ancient wiring. We redid some of it, but the rest of it needs to go. It's starting to fail. So that's a piece that we'll be spending our capital funds and we'd probably eat them all up if we 
don't get a little extra help. So I'll be focusing on that. And it's not a very glamorous thing to do. When it's really done well, you never see it again and never think about it again. Um, so, but it is a very valuable thing to do. So, and a couple of things we're going to be looking to do in the building and we could use some financial support for that is one. And the other is? Chair. <laughs> I'm Kristen. And um, along with many of you, have spent a lot of time doing maintenance projects, small and sort of large, in this building that we love. Um, it is old and it's full of charm and character. And there's a lot of kind of big items that haven't been repaired for a long time. And one of those, along with the old wiring, we also have old plumbing. And the water pressure has been sort of variable at times. And we think that there's a leak in the main line coming in. I don't know a lot about plumbing, but I know that we want to keep our water supply good and strong. And so our building stays safe, but also, this is the inspiring part, so that we can continue to have lovely meal offerings. And I know one of my favorite things to do with all of you is wash dishes after we get done eating. <laughs> so um, for me, the maintaining our water source is a very important part of our coming together as a community. And that's today. And just so that we can have something that we can actually look at and enjoy, you know, where your funds had been directed, we will be painting the bathrooms and putting in utility cupboards. And they'll look really sweet. And they'll even put a little picture in there. But, <laughs> but when you're going to sit on the pot, you can like, ah, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll go ahead and turn it back over to Lumpur and Hagen. Thank you very much.